Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Sylvia F. and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Northern California. Today is Wednesday, July 26, 2017. And today we're reading from the big book and we are on page 75. And we are going to be reading the third paragraph uh, on, on the bottom of the page of page 75. Today's readers are um, 12 Steps, Carol M., 12 Traditions, Rocky I. Our readers are Penny LC, Jackie B., and Sherry KB. The reference number for Tuesday, July 25th, 10 a.m., is going to, the Eastern meeting is 10202, 10202. And the share ID for this morning, 7 a.m. meeting, uh, on the East Coast, which is Wednesday, July 26, is 10206, the OA preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Uh, I will now ask Carol M., if you're here, to read the 12 steps. Carol, are you on the line? Sylvia, if Carol's yes. not here, I would be happy to help you with that. Uh, could you go ahead and do that, Melanie? That'd be great. Sure, you betcha. Thank you for asking. Um, the 12 steps. My name is Melanie C. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater calling from Oregon. Number one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him, or made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, thought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him praying only for knowledge of his will for us, 
and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Yes. Thank you, Melanie. I will now ask Rocky I to read the 12 traditions. Rocky. Star one. Good morning. Can I be heard? Yes, Rocky. Hello. Thank oh. you. All right. So this is Rocky I, Recover, Compulsive Overeater in Tempe, Arizona. The 12 traditions. Number one, each, mem- each member of Overeaters Anonymous is but as much. No, hold on. Sorry, I got the. Sorry. All right, so number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon our unity. Number two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he might express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for our membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Hold on, I can see. Um, Three, the only only requirement, no, four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry the message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group are never endorsed, financed, or lend the OA name to any related facility Outside enterprise with problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such are never be organized but we might create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name will never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relationships policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personality. And so that, I'll pass. Thank you, Rocky I. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinent requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions of the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute, once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass and then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. And please don't uh, use the speaker phone while you're uh, sharing. Today, we resume our study of the big book and we're gonna be on page 75. We're gonna read the second paragraph um, that starts with we pocket our pride for context. And the third paragraph 
we're going to read, which begins returning home, we find a place where we could be quiet for an hour. And that is the paragraph that we are going to be commenting on. So it's the third paragraph on page 75. And I'm going to ask Penny LC to share, to begin reading. Good morning, Sylvia. And good morning to everyone on the line this morning. This is Penny LC, a grateful recovered compulsive overeater from the state of Washington. We pocket our pride and go to it, illuminating every twist of character, every cranny of the past. Once we have taken this step with holding nothing, we are delighted. We can look the world in the eye. We can be alone at perfect peace and ease. Our fears fall from us. We begin to feel the nearness of our creator. We may have had certain spiritual beliefs, but now we begin to have a spiritual experience. The feeling that the drink problem has disappeared will often come strongly. We feel we are on the broad highway, walking hand in hand with the spirit of the universe. Returning home, we find a place where we can be quiet for an hour, carefully reviewing what we have done. We thank God from the bottom of our heart that we know him better. Taking this book down from our shelf, we turn to the page which contains the 12 steps. Carefully reading the first five proposals, we ask if we have omitted anything, for we are building an arch through which we shall walk a free man at last. Is our work solid so far? Are the stones properly in place? Have we skimped on the cement put into the foundation? Have we tried to make mortar without sand? And when I'm reflecting on this paragraph, first of all, I know that I've just done um, some very extensive work, but I've also just been given some promises in step five. But it's time for me to just be with the quiet of myself and and connection with my higher power. A chance to really make that, that relationship the focus. You know, the, the um, step guide, the sponsor is there to help me through the process. But truly, my guide through, through the process is more so my higher power. And I, that's who I need to check in with. And that hour at home gives, gives me a chance to sit quietly, tap into the communication with God, and make sure I have done my work. You know, when I go back and I look on page 59 and I have failed to ask myself, do I really still believe I am powerless? Just because I've done this work and I've received some freedom doesn't make me any less powerless. My life would still be unmanageable and still can be unmanageable at any moment but that I have this this connection with this higher power because I came to believe that this power could be there for me and restore me to sanity, and I get a chance to reflect and talk to that power and remake that decision that, yes, God, I am turning my life over to you. 
and I know that you are the solution to being my, the spirit of the universe, that you are the solution to the peace and serenity that I seek by following your will. Please show me your will. And willingness to do the work. Um, and yet knowing that I am, I am just the worker and the boss is there, my higher power, to show me the way, to give me the guidepost. And I need to be sure that I have taken my time to, to get to know him better. As it says there, we thank God from the bottom of our heart that we know him better. In what ways do I know him better? I know better what his will for me is day to day when I ask. I know better what my life looks like when I'm following his will. I know better that he is the solution to where I need to turn when I have that difficult moment, when I'm feeling challenged with life. The answers are when I turn to my higher power. And I've done this I've done step five. Have I done it well? Have I thoroughly gone through and looked at my wrongs and seen where I've Time. seen the other side? Thank you. And can I walk now further into the step work, into step six? And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Penny. I'll see. I'm now going to take a list of up to six people. Who do I have? Gina R. Gina R. Raj G. I think someone H. Terry H. Terry H. Do I have one more? Going once, going twice. I could fit one more in there. Gen Z. Gen Z, okay. And then I'm going to put me at the Mm -hmm. end, Sylvia. Okay, so I have Gina R. Raj G. I think I have that wrong, sorry. Terry H., Gen Z, and then Sylvia at the end. Okay, Gina R. Good morning, everybody. This is Gina R., gratefully recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body in Colorado, going to Arizona. Um, In reflecting upon um, that last paragraph today, I'm um, feeling some emotion around the many times I had done uh, a fourth and a fifth step, and Before I did this process with vision, the last time I did a fifth step, um, my sponsor, who was very well-meaning, and this was in a sister fellowship, not OA, um, it was was a very powerful experience. And she said that she just wanted me to sit with that experience um, until, like, further notification. And that length of time turned into almost two and a half years. 
And when I did the process this time with the sponsor, my, and my sponsor kind of gave me a heads up on how it was going to work. But she said, you're going to, we're going to do the fifth step. You're going to, you're going to need to be in a place where you can um, have your book available and then sit quietly for an hour. And I said, oh, that sounds so great. Thank you so much for suggesting it. And she said, it's not my idea. It's in the book. And I have read this chapter so many times. Um, but because I allowed my intellect to supersede anything that I was being instructed to do, I missed it. And so I am so grateful that we do go line by line, word by word in this, and that we are committed to actually doing what it says and teasing and parsing out what those subtleties are in the instructions. I was able to take that hour and um, I did. I just sat and I, I didn't, I did ask God that question, have I omitted anything? And then I just listened. And the thing that came to me was, you have been thorough to this point and you don't need to worry about it. If you have left anything out, it will be revealed to you at a time when I believe you're able to um, deal with it. And so that was very comforting to me. And then the only other thing I would say about this is how many times it uses the word we in here. I haven't counted them, but knowing that I am walking hand in hand with the spirit of the universe, and then it says uh, we are working together. Um, I am not doing this alone, and it's not just with my higher power, but it's with the people that my higher power has put in my life to help me on this journey. And I'm so glad to be trudging with each and every one of you. And with that, I pass. Well, thank you, Gina R. Roz G. followed by Liat TD. Good morning. This is Roz G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Los Angeles County in my car. So if you hear any background noise, that would be it. Um, I heard a recently uh, uh, a, a person that's kind of widely, a person that teaches these steps who's been around for a while say that the fifth, the fourth step is a rite of passage. And when we sit for that hour and contemplate what we have just done, that we've crossed a line, kind of like rites of passage, like, you know, for, for, for Jewish babies getting circumcised or for Spanish girls who turn 15 having their quinceanera. Some kind of a meaningful line where we cross. Well, for me as a compulsive overeater, it's doing a fearless and uh, searching, searching fearless moral inventory. That's mine. Have I done it? And I know a person in the program, in a 12-step program, who continues to go to meetings and has not done their fourth step over the past 20 years. Not done a fourth step. And it is <clears throat> very obvious. And I know I'm supposed to keep my eye on myself, and I'm going to just continue by just sharing about me. But observe, observing that kind of a recovery, I don't want that. And the book says it's a vital and crucial step. So 
when I get to go and do that, and then I come back, and I get to sit and contemplate, and I believe that it's just the beginning of a meditative practice. So now, you know, now that I've done a fourth and a fifth step, I get to I get to sit and meditate. And because I was given the afforded the opportunity to sit with God by myself for an hour in contemplation, it was the beginning of a spiritual practice of meditation for me. And I still get to do that when I meditate in the morning by reviewing my day or in the night. You know, did I, did I, was I resentful? Was I fearful? Do I owe somebody an apology? Roz G, I think we've lost you. So star one to unmute or we'll go on to Liat. Hello, I think something okay. weird happened with my phone. So right, I'm you're sorry. back. I, okay, anyway, I'm just going to wrap up by saying it was the beginning of a meditative practice for me. It is a it is a necessary and vital, crucial step to go through that, those four steps, to give it away and to continue on with looking at character defects through six and seven. And with that, I pass, and I'm sorry, I don't know what happened to the phone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Roz G. We have Liat TD, then Terry H. Liat. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Thanks. Uh, Liat TD, recovered compulsive reader from California. Thank you so much for all the people that are running this um, meeting in the morning. My husband and I are, he's an alcoholic, recovered alcoholic, and our dog uh, walking every morning and listening to you, and it's such a pleasure. Um, and we, you know, we're on the phone, so we're muted, so we're kind of talking to each other a little bit. But then I I heard the clear voice of the reader. I'm sorry I didn't get your name. But I couldn't, it's almost like hearing, like, holy language. I couldn't continue talking with him. And I, I just, I heard, you know, I felt the reading so deeply. So I, I thank, thank, thank you to the reader who was reading from her heart itself. And for me, I love the precise directions in this book. I mean, I, I've been in the program for almost 30 years. I never knew. No one ever told me to take an hour after you're, you know, you're writing an inventory, after you're taking a fifth step. I didn't know to take an hour. And then about, what, three or four years ago when I went through it in a really thorough way, almost like line by line, understanding at this point, when I got to, after I finished my fifth step, which was long and thorough and thoughtful and truthful and honest, just of my ability, at this point, I was very grounded. You know, it says, you know, to look at those five proposals, you know, I was, and reading it through you, with you this time around also, at this point, Doing it as the book offers and really going through it, I really had an understanding of who I am, what it means to have the allergic uh, abnormal reaction. The person that I am is an, as, a, as a compulsive overeater, you know, the powerlessness over food and why, uh, the need for a power greater than myself and why, 
the decision that I must make and why I really am, you know, and then taking the fourth step thoroughly and why, you know, and then <laughs> with another human being and God and why, all that foundation, those bricks, the, the cement, the arch that was built, was, it took a, a while. It didn't have to take a long time, but it had a really, I had a strong understanding and meaning to every step every concept that I learned. And now that arch is put together and I know and I, I, and I am able to trust that arch that it's not going to crumble on my head, which happened many, many times in the past. Uh, it's secure. It's strong. I, may, I, will, I walk through it uh, into that freedom that is promised. And what, what an amazing description i i i know it works i don't believe in it it did it continues to my arch is strong and i can always add more to even strengthen it more and i do throughout the my silver, my recovered life and uh i'm grateful for you guys and for this amazing big book and the solidness of it i, I love you all i pass thank you thank you Leon td Terry H. followed by Gen Z. Terry. Hi, everyone. My name is Terry H., a recovered compulsive reader in North Carolina. Very grateful today. We thank God from the bottom of our heart that we know him better. You know, when I was done sitting in my walk-in closet for about two hours sharing my uh, fifth step with my sponsor, um, I, there was a few seconds and then, you know, I finally said, I am done. And then there was a few seconds of silence after. And um, I just, I looked around the closet and, you know, thinking lightning was going to strike or the hammer was going to come down. But then I just felt my heart, my heart just kind of cracked open. And, um, you know, that was an intimate moment. There was some fear um, that I started out with, you know, I'm from Mississippi, so we have that long draw accent. And when I started my fifth step, I know I was talking faster than anyone else in the whole world. And then, you know, as I relaxed and felt God um, inside of me and working in me, you know, I was able to just kind of slow down and, and, and process through it. And then I knew at the end, you know, in my heart, I just could feel it in my heart that, you know, God was there and God helped me get through that. And I was so grateful at that time. And then my sponsor, you know, instructed me and guided me to this next part to, you know, take an hour. And I was thinking to myself, I have to sit another hour in this walk-in closet to reflect on what I just did and see if there's anything else that needs to be done. But I did it. And um, so I sat for another hour praying, you know, with, with my higher power to reveal, you know, anything else that needed to be said. It was very, very important for me to be rigorous, honest in, in all of this process. You know, that was the one thing because I knew I was only as sick as my secrets and my character defects would work on me and my secrets and my disease. And, you know, I just wanted to be rigorously honest in this process. And I really believe that my higher power worked with me in that, in helping me be rigorous honest. You know, today, you know, I was speaking with my sponsor earlier, and I'm so grateful 
um, that I was, you know, willing to be rigorous, honest, to be vulnerable, to be open, to crack open, because God really used that in, in building that foundation for me in, in my recovery. You know, willingness, honesty, trust, all of that is the foundation of my recovery. And a couple of days ago, I had some struggles, you know, um, some character defects came up. And, um, you know, what used to be I would go to the food and in my disease and, and, and hound on it for months and months, you know, it just took a couple of days to turn it around using the tools and using um, the, the steps in, in recovery. And I am so grateful for that, you know, that I can have the freedoms and peace and serenity that the promises tell us that we can have by working our program and working these steps each and every day. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Terry H. Gen Z, and then I'm going to slip in there, Sylvia, and then we're going to go to an important announcement. So Gen Z. Hi, this is Gen Z from Kentucky, uh, Compulsive Reader. Um, <clears throat> when I did my fourth step, I think I spent way too much time beating myself up, wondering if I forgot anything. Um, one of my character defects is control, controlling. And um, I spent so much time trying to figure out, is there something I left off? And what I know now should have been just an hour um, after my fifth step was maybe three weeks after my fourth step. It took me three weeks to finish my fourth step, and it should have taken a lot less than that. Um, so I'm grateful that they have a time limit. The book uh, says a time limit of an hour because my controlling character defect would, um, I would just sit and stew for a lot longer than an hour. And the other thing, too, is that I have to, give myself grace and because I'm so hard on myself, I'm probably more hard on myself than anybody else, that whatever I don't catch at this fourth step, I'll catch in the 10th, 11th, and 12th step. I'll catch that every day as I go through it. So I'm grateful that, you know, I just need a little bit of faith knowing that if something is left unsaid in my fourth step, unwritten in my fourth step, that if it's a big enough character defect or fear or resentment or anger, it'll crop up again, uh, undoubtedly, and it will be addressed in the future in my 10th step. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Well, thank you, Gen Z. This is Sylvia F., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, and I'm going to slip in here for just one minute. And um, the, first, uh, the first fifth step that I did I did with a sponsor out of the OA 12 and 12, and we just did the fourth step, and then she asked had I admitted anything. I, I assume, I don't even remember, but I felt an incredible amount of relief after that. I'm, I'm pretty sure I was thorough. I felt great relief. So the next time I did my uh, fifth step, and I was doing it out of the big book, and uh, I, I was told directly out of this, you know, to find a place where I can be quiet for an hour, carefully review what I had done and to ask myself, you know, have I, you know, asked if, ask myself if I've admitted anything because I want freedom. I'm building an arch through which we should uh, walk a free man. And um, I could tell the difference. Uh, I was like, I was not feeling the relief. I was not feeling 
the burden off my shoulders. I was not feeling the serenity. So I had to go around and, you know, and it's, it's like, you know, if you have like a, a cold sore, a canker sore, and you're, you've got your tongue around your mouth and you're looking for, okay, where is it? So I was like, okay, where, what, what is it? And I had admitted something and it was something because I didn't want to have to change something. If I told my sponsor, I was going to have to give that thing up and I didn't want to. And so at the end of the hour, I called her and I said, I haven't told you this. And when I told her and I got honest, I felt the relief, which is what they're talking about here. Can I walk a free man through this, through this arch? My work is solid. Are the stones properly in place? And if I don't, I won't feel it. And so um, it was a great illustration for me that uh, if, if I'm not vigorously honest with myself and another person and with God, it won't work. You know, I can't, it, 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 it's just not going to be effective. So, and, you know, why go through this if I'm not going to get the promise, I, the promises? So uh, it was a great illustration for me uh, of why I needed to be vigorously honest. And with that, I pass. And now we're going to just pause for a minute. Um, and we're going to have Kathy Joe, who's got an important announcement for us. And then I'm going to take another list of readers uh, on page 75, last paragraph. Kathy Joe, are you there? Hello, can you hear me? This is Kathy Joe. Yep, Kathy Joe. Hi, this is Kathy Joe, recovered compulsive overeater in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And it's my pleasure to give an important announcement. We are indeed hosting a convention this year, just the way A Vision for You likes it. The Power of the Big Book, a weekend of inspiration, education, motivation, and fellowship. Coming up September 15 through the 17th at the Liberty International Airport Marriott Hotel and Convention Center. Have any of you registered to save a seat? I hear there's almost 600 people, so I guess a few of you have. Don't gamble on this one. I've been thinking I'm not going, and all of a sudden I'm looking again. I don't want to miss out. I know one of the most powerful things for me was the L.A. birthday party where I don't even know how many of us were there, closed with the serenity prayer. And this time, 600 people I hear. The Marriott is full, but we have the Renaissance Hotel available and only a mile away with a shuttle running at all hours. The deadline's approaching soon, August 24. All details and registration for both the convention and hotel are found on our website at www.avisionforyou.info. Now, back to this compelling big book study and sharing. Sylvia, thank you. Thank you, Kathy Jo. Okay, so I'm going to take a list for um, anybody who wants to read, and it's the last paragraph on page 75. Who's ready? This is Deanna B. Deanna B. Courtney B. Sherry KB. And Brittany B. Courtney. Did did I have Brittany first? It's Courtney, not Brittany. Okay, gotcha. Courtney B. Carrie B. Kathleen O. Okay, Carrie B. And who else? One more person I missed, and that's probably all we have time for. Kathleen O. Kathleen O. Okay, let's go with Deanna B. If I got last initials wrong, just correct me when you start. Deanna B., Sherry K.B., Courtney B., Carrie B. There was an awful lot of Bs there in Kathleen O. Deanna, 
Yes, thank you so much for your service. My name is Deanna B., and I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from Chicago. Uh, I'm so glad to be on the line. I'm not able to most of the time. Uh, anyway, I'm dittoing everything that everybody else has said. But uh, with the fourth, the fifth step, and I don't have the book in front of me. I'm in my car. But I just did this with my sponsee and had her go home. And uh, But what I wanted to say about the fifth steps is every time I've taken it, the first time I ever took it with the big book was three years ago. But thank, thank you, God, that every fourth and fifth step I've taken, I've learned a little bit more. Because what I didn't know, I didn't know. I was being as honest as I could. And like somebody else here today said, you know, she just belabored it and beat herself up, and my sponsors like that also. And so am I, that I think I've forgotten something. But the my only issue with myself and with others is that, did you say everything? Were you honest? Is there something you held back that you didn't want to tell? And that's it. Otherwise, you did the best you could, and so did I. And it was a spiritual experience for me to go through it with my sponsee as it is when I go through it with myself and I'm about to embark on that again and going through the steps. So thank you and I'll pass. Thank you, Deanna B. Sherry KB followed by Courtney. Good morning, Sylvia. Good morning, everybody. This is Sherry KB in Northern California. Grateful, recovered, compulsive reader. And thank you so much for your service, Sylvia. And welcome everyone to on the line here. And we're talking about um, step five. And what comes to mind to me is, you know, in the beginning, the first paragraph we read today was all about promises. And here we are where we thank God from the bottom of our heart that we know him better. And that's the prayer. And we also have another prayer that says we ask if we have admitted anything. And I know taking that quiet hour, uh, to reflect, to pray, to pause, to see if there's anything I left out, um, to ask God to reveal that to me. <clears throat> and, you know, I think about it on both sides because when I've done my fifth step and then also when I've I've listened to a fifth step, um, I will do the same thing as a sponsor. I will also um, quiet and reflect. I get another chance to be quiet and reflect again, too, with my own stuff because I want to make sure that my stones are carefully in place um, because if I skimp on the on the cement work, um, I'll go back to eating, and I don't want to do that. And, you know, when we say returning home, you know, literally some people talk about literally returning home, you know, physically driving from their sponsor's house to home and taking that hour. And then also for me, I think about returning home to that place inside myself that is who the approach the person I was originally supposed to be that I'm returning home back to because of my higher power and because of the work that I've been doing here and um, that I get to walk a free person um, and that I also, I think about and I ask and pray, you know, did I leave out anything? Um, And then I have to ask myself, did I intentionally leave out anything? Um, And then I get to um, look at it again and if not, then I also know that when I live in steps 10 and 11, that if something needs to be revealed to me, it will come there, and I don't have to worry about it, and I don't have to beat myself up, and um, just, you know, asking to be honest 
and to look at that within myself and asking God to reveal that to me. Um, and uh, just that I'm so grateful because it's so beautiful the way this is done. And um, it gives us a chance to really reflect and um, to pray and to, to meditate. And uh, so grateful. It's such a beautiful uh, step. And it's a vital step because this is, this is where I become free and I get to connect more with my higher power. And as I go through the rest of the steps, I get, I get more connected. And then my higher power reveals itself to me um, uh, in 10, starting in 10. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry KB. Courtney B., followed by Carrie. My name is Courtney B., Recovered Compulsive Overeater at Northern California. Can you hear me? Yes, I can, Courtney. So before I took this step, I always read everything I could find on it. And my favorite, of course, is the 12 by 12 uh, that Bill wrote. And, and I kept reading, we're going to thank God from the bottom of our heart. We know him better. We're going to, this feeling of being at one with God and man, emerging from isolation, brings us to a resting place. And it just bothered me that, why do other people have to be involved in this? I don't really like people. Ugh. I prefer I prefer critters. So it didn't didn't make any sense to me. I couldn't see in my head how this was going to help. But I'm going to tell you guys, it really, really did. Because every day I'd write, I'd call my sponsor, I'd tell her. But once a week, every week we would meet person to person, eyeball to eyeball, and to see the acceptance in that in her face, to see the acceptance in her eyes and love. She didn't turn away from me in shame. And it made me realize, oh, I am no surprise to God. God knew what he was getting when he called me. I experienced God's grace through my sponsor. A loving witness she was to my life. The pouring the spirit, the spiritual foundation for my recovery. And I remember after, when I met with her, we sat at the bench and finished up the fifth step. And I went home and I'm like, oh my God, I know what they mean now. If a kid asked his mom, what does God look like? What does God look like? And she said, go look in the mirror. God looks like you. God looks like me. It just about made me cry because I went, holy crap to put the face of a loving sponsor, of one of acceptance, as now the face of God. Whoa. It was was quite powerful. Thanks, our pass. Thank you, Courtney. Carrie B., followed by Kathleen O. Hi, this is Carrie B. I'm a recovered compulsive eater from San Antonio, Texas. And I just would like to share um, walking a free man at last. Um, I I didn't know that I could be free uh, from compulsive eating. Um, I didn't know I could be free from anger and from sadness and from the constant feeling of uh, of being a victim. Um, I I just didn't know that. Um, uh, coming out of a 12-year relapse, when I did the uh, the steps uh, 
13, 14 years ago, um, I didn't do them through the big book. Uh, I, I hardly read the big book at all. <clears throat> I just did it with questions with my sponsor. It took me over a year to do the, the fourth step and many weeks to do a, a fifth step. Um, and I skimmed. I, I omitted uh, facts that I didn't, uh, I didn't want to share. Um, so there was no other, other option for me but to go back to the food uh, because the cement was, was completely made of sand. Uh, it was, or, or it was, it was all sand or, or all mortar or, or one of the two. It, it, it wasn't a mixture. Uh, I didn't have a, a, a higher power. Um, and so this time around, uh, I just have, I have so much hope and there's hope in, in each of these steps and there's hope in step five. Uh, that I can walk a free man at last uh, is the work solid, and I I love hearing from people uh, that say that more will be revealed uh, if I haven't uncovered it now. It will be uncovered, uh, and I'll be able to to share it, and I'll be able to to continue cleaning up uh, my past, and 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 know that there's hope to clean up the future because uh, life doesn't stop. You know, my my life, my my issues don't don't stop. Life continues to happen. Um, but what hope uh, that step that step five gives me all the steps really um, that I can walk a free man, uh, and that's that's a miracle. That's a real miracle for me today. So thank you. I pass. Thank you, Carrie. Now I have Kathleen O. And I might have time for one short share after that. So, Kathleen. Thank you, Sylvia. Good morning. This is Kathleen O, Recovered Compulsive Overeater in California. So, um, we ask if we have admitted anything, for we, for we are building an arch through which we shall walk a free man or woman at last. I had to throw in that woman part. Um, so, you know, I love visuals. and this this visual of an arch that I'm going to walk through and you know the mortar in the sand it's like the foundation was being willing to believe and the cornerstone was do I believe and then the keystone at the top is when I'm letting God direct and I, I can pass through to this freedom and you know walk a free woman um, you know when I first I, I did several fifth steps, fourth, fourth and fifth steps. And the first two I did, I didn't do this hour, taking an hour to be quiet. Um, I don't, I missed that part somehow. Um, and I don't know if I was told to, and I just didn't think it was necessary, or I don't know, it's a long time ago. But when I actually did this step honestly and thoroughly and, and got the, oh, we take an hour, okay. <laughs> So that was that hour was really wonderful for me because that also was part of the recipe, part of following the directions. You know, if I want a recipe to come out perfectly, um, I've got to follow the recipe perfectly. And and that hour was so valuable because you know I was able to to really examine. Okay, did I did I leave anything out? You know, was there any dishonesty that I left out? Was there any fear that I left out? Um, you know, any resentments that I left out? Is there anything still lingering there? And and this set the 
set me up for being able to do this on a daily basis. This, you know, that hour was one of the best hours I ever spent. And I did feel a real connection with, with my higher power. And so, you know, every day I have to say that my prayer and meditation, the time I take to do that, and I don't take an hour, but it's really the best part of my day. And, you know, and I'll, and I'll take some time at night too, where I'll, I'll just take some quiet time and, you know, review my day and, you know, was there anything that I left out during the day? Did I have a resentment that I didn't deal with? Um, and, it's, you know, it really, it's such a, this, this part, this step and this, this part of the, um, taking this part of the direction of this hour really was a relief to me. Um, and, you know, each of these steps leads to a greater freedom and uh, it's a great, it's a great, um, great recipe to follow because the results are really, really amazing. And, you know, I feel like I was, I was like created to be this new person and, you know, I, you know, learning that, oh, you know, guess what, Kathleen, not everything's all about you. And to be able to let go of that concept was very freeing. Thank you. I passed. Thank you, Kathleen. I have time for about a one-minute share. Who would like to close this out today? John Kay. John Kay. Got it. Go ahead, John. All right. Wow. Me, a one-minute share. Well, let's see if I can do that. John, she was <laughs> recovered compulsive overeater from Los Angeles. I just also want to echo almost everything that was said today. Um, you know, my sponsor, the first, this is my first sports set. Not only did he say, did you admit anything, he said, did you think of anything that came up while you were reading it, which I thought was a brilliant thing. I had never you know, heard since. I don't think I did, but I, I found I could. And I also did what my AA sponsor told me to do here, which is to call and get quiet. And, you know, um, I got centered and quiet, and I had this one overwhelming feeling that came up. And it was about the things I had read to him, and the thought was, I never have to be that person again, you know. It was, it was like walking through a gateway, you know, all that garbage got left at the doorway and me, only me, passed through, you know. I could go back to being the person my higher power wanted me to be when I started out and that garbage could be left and I didn't have to make more garbage. And see, I was able to keep it short, thanks. And with that, I passed. <laughs> Beautiful wrap-up, John. Okay, thank you to everyone who shared, and thank you so much for um, Team Wednesday for your service. We will now close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. And please stick around, because after that, we're going to greet newcomers and um, get sponsors. Uh, So now, uh, can I uh, please get uh, Jackie B. to read on page 164. Hey, Jackie. Hi, this is Jackie B. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you could do each day for the man who is still sick. The answer will come. If, you, if, your, home, if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right. The great event will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellow. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely what you find and join us we shall be 
with you in the fellowship of spirit and with and will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.